This is Anthony Day. As we prepare for the bank holiday weekend, the last one before Christmas, here is another episode of the Sustainable Futures Show. It's not all bad. We've got Halloween and half-term to look forward to. And then there's the comprehensive spending review scheduled for the 25th of November. This time we're talking about renewables, both here and in the US. And today we're here to announce America's Clean Power Plan. We'll hear more from President Obama later. Will the Department of Energy and Climate Change be abolished? What will the proposed changes to the feed-in tariff do to the solar PV and wind industries? And what can you do with your old tablets and phones? As the government continues with its austerity policies, rumours of further cuts of up to 40% are circulating in Whitehall. According to an article in the Spectator magazine, managers within the Department for Energy and Climate Change, DEC, are already talking to their staff about reducing the workforce. However, the City AM website suggests that the department should be abolished altogether. Energy policy could be transferred to the Department for Business and climate policy moved to the Department for Environment, Food and Rural Affairs, DEFRA. Nuclear decommissioning, which accounted for 59% of gross expenditure at DEC last year, could be moved to DEFRA with ease. City AM goes on to suggest that many unnecessary green expenditure items could be phased out altogether. Spending in areas such as renewable heat, carbon capture and storage, and on the Committee on Climate Change, should all be scrapped. Apparently, merging DEC into other government departments would bring the UK in line with other developed nations too. Australia recently abolished its Climate Commission, transferring its essential functions to the Environment Department. With Australia's eagerness to build a new port to ship coal across the Great Barrier Reef, and with frequent climate-denying pronouncement from all levels of government, Australia is surely not the ideal role model. My colleague Gareth Kane points out that the City AM article was contributed by two employees of Nigel Lawson's Global Warming Policy Forum, which he describes as a key source of climate misinformation. The flaw in all this is that energy is inextricably linked with climate change. The more electricity we generate from fossil fuels and the more oil we use for transport, the higher our greenhouse gas emissions become. Climate scientists are warning that we are getting ever closer to the point of no return, but the public at large is generally unconcerned, enjoying current low oil prices and letting the future take care of itself. It's not just about renewable energy versus conventional energy. It's about managing both supply and demand. Governments are obsessed with energy supply and fail to address demand. A national policy to upgrade the insulation of every home and every public and commercial building would create more jobs than fracking ever will. If you extract another barrel of oil from the ground, once it's gone, you need another. 
If you insulate your home, it needs less energy for heating. And once it's insulated, it's insulated for the rest of its life, saving energy every year for you and for all those hard-working families that politicians love. Deck is probably safe until the end of the year. It wouldn't look too good for the greenest government ever to abolish it just before the International Climate Conference, that's COP21, in Paris in December. The knives may be out for DEC, but you could ask whether DEC has the knives out for renewable energy. This week it published a consultation on feed-in tariffs, proposing dramatic cuts of as much as 87% for new solar installations. The press and the Twitter sphere are alive with anger. Hashtag Amber Ruddy Useless and seem to be taking it for granted that the proposals will go through. It is a consultation, though, and you have until the 23rd of October to submit your comments. Presumably, the decision will be announced at the Comprehensive Spending Review on the 25th of November. The proposals cover both domestic and commercial installations, and domestic installations seem to be hit hardest. Ministers had already announced that the rate for installations completed after the 1st of October would fall from 12.92 pence per kilowatt hour to 12.47 pence. The latest proposal is that this 12.47 pence rate should be reduced from the 1st of January 2016 to just 1.63 pence. That's 12.47 pence down to 1.63 pence, nearly 90% down. We can predict another boom and bust for the solar industry as they race to get panels installed before the January deadline. Let's hope we don't see too many casualties amongst installers working on wet or icy roofs in dark December. Solar PV is not alone. There are no plans to adjust the rates for anaerobic digestion, but feed-in tariffs for wind and hydro will be reduced by between 10 and 100%. There will no longer be any tariffs, any feed-in tariff for wind installations exceeding 1,500 kilowatts. The rationale for all this is to save money, but the actual savings are very small in the scheme of things. The damage to the renewables industry, however, will probably be quite significant. With continual short-term policy changes, how can any business plan or invest? The government is clearly committed to shale and nuclear to meet our future energy needs. Enough said about shale. Let's hope the Chinese engineers building our new nuclear power stations are more safety conscious than their colleagues in the chemical industry at home. It's not all bad news. There's good news on the recycling front. Shoppers can now trade in their unwanted gadgets at Argos stores up and down the country with an immediate quote and redemption. In partnership with circular economy experts RAP, that's the Waste and Resources Action Programme, Argos has introduced a new service at all its 788 UK stores. RAP's research estimates that UK householders have around £1 billion worth of electrical and electronic equipment in their homes that is no longer used. Two-thirds of those surveyed said they would be willing to trade in their tech products with reputable retailers. 
If customers decide to trade in their gadgets at Argos, initially mobile phones and tablets, they will get a gift card to spend on anything in the Argos catalogue. The items are then refurbished in the UK and resold. Going back to renewables, they seem to be viewed very differently on the other side of the pond. This week, President Obama announced new actions to bring renewable energy and energy efficiency to households across the USA. We'll hear his remarks in a moment. At the National Clean Energy Summit, he announced a robust set of executive actions and private sector commitments to accelerate America's transition to cleaner sources of energy and ways to cut energy waste. This seems to be a government which understands the importance of energy demand. According to the White House communique, since President Obama took office, the US Department of Energy has already put in place appliance efficiency standards that will save American consumers nearly $480 billion in their utility bills through 2030, and the Environmental Protection Agency's Energy Star program continues to help save consumers more than $34 billion per year going forward. A whole list of ideas includes making a billion dollars in additional loan guarantee authority available, while in the UK, of course, we're winding down the Green Investment Bank, unlocking residential property-assessed clean energy financing for single-family housing to make it easier for Americans to invest in clean energy technologies, announcing $24 million for projects to develop innovative solar technologies that double the amount of energy each solar panel can produce from the sun, approving a transmission line that will support bringing online a 485-megawatt photovoltaic facility, producing enough renewable energy to power more than 145,000 homes, and creating an interagency task force to promote a clean energy future for all Americans. Hear what the President himself had to say. And today we're here to announce... America's Clean Power Plan, a plan two years in the making and the single most important step America has ever taken in the fight against global climate change. But I am convinced that no challenge poses a greater threat to our future and future generations than a changing climate. This is one of those rare issues because of its magnitude, because of its scope, that if we don't get it right, we may not be able to reverse. Right now, our power plants are the source of about a third of America's carbon pollution. That's more pollution than our cars, our airplanes, and our homes generate combined. That pollution contributes to climate change, which degrades the air our kids breathe. But there have never been federal limits on the amount of carbon that power plants can dump into the air. For the sake of our kids and the health and safety of all Americans, that has to change. For the sake of the planet, that has to change. And today, after working with states and cities and power companies, the EPA is setting the first ever nationwide standards to end the limitless dumping of carbon pollution from power plants. With this clean power plan, by 2030, carbon pollution from our power plants will be 32 percent lower than it was a decade ago. And 
the, the nerdier way to say that is that, that we'll be keeping 870 million tons of carbon dioxide pollution out of our atmosphere. And we're the first generation to feel the impact of climate change. We're the last generation that can do something about it. We only get one home. We only get one planet. Does he live in the same world as David Cameron? Well, it's difficult to follow that, but I'll find something for next week. Till then, this is Anthony Day. That was the Sustainable Futures Show, and now it's a bank holiday weekend. And for the moment, the sun is shining. Well, it was when I wrote this, but the clouds have come out now, but I'm sure it's going to shine some more. Anyway, whatever you're doing, have a good one, and bye for now. Thank you.